this podcast episode finds you all safe and well and on this episode we have Alan Lane who is the artistic director of Slung Low. Slung Low is an award-winning theatre company specialising in making performances usually in non-theatre spaces. When I began this podcast in May 2019 I invited Alan to be my first ever guest as I felt that Slung Low epitomises what this podcast is about, great people in Leeds doing amazing things. The world's changed quite a lot since that time and Slung Low have faced the challenges that COVID has brought to their community head on. Do have a listen. On this Corona Bloody Virus extraordinary episode of Light on Leeds, I have got the wonderful Alan Lane, Artistic Director of Slung Low, who is remotely connected to speak to me. Hello, Alan. Hello. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing okay. Ups and downs, you know how it is. Yeah, I, I do, I do. <laughs> so, Alan, the last time I spoke to you, it was May the 28th, 2019. You were the very first guest on my podcast because I already knew that Slung Law and everything you do down there is everything that I want to talk about on this podcast. Oh, People of Leeds doing great things. Very kind, thank you. But obviously, since May the 28th, 2019, an awful lot of things have changed. Um, can you give us a little bit of a, a roundup of how that's been for you? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, we were we were in the club for a year. We we took over the oldest working men's club in Britain and ran that for a year as a theatre. And then COVID happened, and we uh, we closed the oldest working men's club in Britain. And then we started to be we started to respond to the social care referrals from the coronavirus helpline in Holbeck and Beeston, which meant that we oh my goodness, we did so much. We befriended people on telephones. We walked their dogs. We spayed their cats. We got their prescription, and then slowly but surely, what that turned into was a really large non-mean stuff referral food bank so we have a massive articulated lorry full of food and we give it away to people who need it and that's um yeah that's what we spend our time doing that's just amazing and how did you get involved with that in the first place did the council get in touch with you first or was it that you knew you had resources that you could use to help well when we when coronavirus hit we, we closed the club and then we sent a letter to the 200 nearest neighbors saying we were here we had money we had time we would do anything we could to help them and then after a little while the council got in touch saying could you do that for a few more houses and we said yes and then they said cool could you do it for the whole of Holbeck and Beeston which is seven and a half thousand houses and we were like well we're going to need some help so they gave us a, a mighty team of volunteers amazing volunteers like 100 volunteers who come down and drive and pack bags and do all that good stuff yeah wow that's just amazing and so I mean you've already been community minded you have your community college and you have your pay as you feel uh, performances that you put on down at Slunglow at the Holbeck which is amazing so did it feel like a, a huge leap to change to doing these kind of things in the pandemic times? Yeah, I think it was just an extension of what we were already doing. So we were, you know, we're, our job is to make sure that Holbeck has the best cultural life it possibly can have or that we can possibly give it. And so our logic is what's the point of putting on an amazing show in the car park if uh, people are too stressed about food poverty to come and see it and so for us it's very logical and also it's something to do with storytelling our stories have always as you well know sat kind of larger in the life than plays we do large outdoor works we do things that impact on on communities in different ways we take over pubs we run woods and so this was just another way of telling a story the story is that there is a man out there at the minute who doesn't have any food and he would like some food in his cupboard and we're going to tell the story that he's got some and the easiest way of doing that is to just simply make it true and so that's what i cling i mean it is very difficult running a food 
food bank. People are very stressed. But what I hold on to in the middle of all that is that we're just telling stories. The story is just that there isn't food in the house currently and there needs to be food. And it's our job to tell that story best way we can. Yeah. And you did mention um, that it's non-means tested. Is that important to you? Yeah, there's, there's, oh, I'll be honest with you, Hazel, there's a lot of bullshit about food and food poverty and the morality and politics of all of that. And, you know, you're only allowed so many so many parcels in so many months. And if you've got certain types of jobs, you can't have food. It's just gibberish. And one of our things is to just to get rid of all of that and to say, listen, if you come to us as our brothers and sisters and say you have food poverty, then we're going to do our best to fix it because there is so much food waste, Hazel. There is so much food waste. It's it's a sin. A lot of the food we give away is stuff that was doesn't have any value anymore anyway. It's perfectly fine food, but it doesn't have any value. And our job is to try to find the most inventive way of connecting people up and have you found have you got help from businesses in the community with all of this kind of thing and supplies and stuff like that yeah loads loads and lots of people have been very cool and then of course lots of people have not been very cool and the thing we've you know we've got a great relationship with Leeds United Football Club the Rhinos have been down the Culp's amazing real junk food project are absolute heroes Mill Hill church st luke's together ingram road primary school i mean just so many brilliant people have been so generous the most generous group of people are just people who turn up and in small bags of food and 10 pound donations make the difference every single week that articulated lorry at some point empties of food and then it's full again and that is an absolute it's a wonder of kindness an absolute wonder is that has that really helped you carry on because i mean this must have been significantly stressful for you and all of your team to totally divert all of your energies and learn about all these new new things that you need to know yeah i mean it's it it has been a stressful time and no more stressful than anyone else but but yes it's it's we are definitely buoyed by the kindness of of the people around us and the, the extent to which people are willing to help is amazing people are kind in the main people are kind yeah that's absolutely fantastic and in the meantime through all of you fantastic food bank work you've also still kept going with your community college and the performances and things oh yeah we're, st- we're still um well god what we've done we've done a, a lamppost gallery where everyone in Holbrook and Beeston loads of hundreds of people drew pictures and we printed them on plastic board and put them up and we put on so many shows lots of shows for kids especially we turned one of our old shows into a book and gave it away to every child in Holbeck. that was pretty good fun so we've been keeping creative I think we've argued all the way along that whilst we're doing this we're doing this as artists not as people who want to run a food bank it's just what we have to do today yeah and how can anybody who's listening get involved or help well we're always after packers and drivers so if you come down to the club at 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock on a weekday between now and christmas we want people who can deliver food and help us pack food and and the website's always open for donations either a food you can drop down is amazing or if you can't drop food down then you send us money we buy food with it and make sure the people of south leeds get to eat it yeah that's brilliant and i'll pop make sure there's lots of links in the podcast notes that people can click through and help yeah thank you i spoke to ruth i think it was last week i spoke to ruth about the emergency starry penguin yeah i haven't actually released that one yet but yeah what an, what an amazing project yeah we had a lot of fun we, we we really wanted to make a piece of theater to go into schools and we we took a piece of theater to a couple of schools um and played in the playground and stuff but it just became clear that it, it just wasn't possible to run the food bank and tour a piece of theater so we talked a lot about what else can we do and so we decided to take one of our chose emergency story penguin and turn it into this beautiful um illustrated book which we then had printed and gave away we gave away we've given away nearly a thousand books so far which is such a joyful thing to do at the minute yeah definitely yeah providing people with stories hopeful stories 
Yeah, absolutely. I think um, if this whole thing has shown us anything, it's that there really is a need for um, stories. Um, people really need them. And when you don't give them to them, they they, uh, they find other ways of doing, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of the kind of craziness in the world at the minute of people imagining all the very worst of all sorts of people is because we're just unable at the minute to really come together and uh, look each other in the eye and hear some stories. I think when we can do that, we're going to be a lot healthier. Definitely. And have you got lots of plans for when we um, open back up again in December? Yeah, I mean, we, we've got our Christmas fair uh, on the 6th of December. I want to say the 6th. Maybe I got that wrong. I should check. Um, I think it's the 5th. It's the 5th. Oh, so we, listen, that's why you're much better brief than me. Uh, the 5th of <laughs> December. And, and obviously, you know, we, we just got to hold our hold our nerve and hope that we open at the right time. It's just the lockdown is throwing things up into uh, in, in the air. And, and we all of us have just got to stay as reactive as possible. I, I'm really excited. On the 23rd of December, we've got a, a Christmas version of our game show, You Can Bet, planned. And, I'm, and I've got all my hopes pinned on that one being a lot of fun so hopefully we'll be able to do that on the 23rd of december oh that'll be fantastic i've really enjoyed i really enjoyed um being part of the lockdown game show during the first lockdown yes it was a lot of fun people really loved the silliness i particularly loved the stunt coordinator episode that was amazing yeah yeah Yeah, david david anthony bevan lane the stunt coordinator to the stars for those who haven't seen you can bet the game show uh he's my four-year-old son who um appears in every episode and does something normally quite dangerous whilst wearing ppe he's um he's enjoying it a bit too much he's he's enjoying the uh the fame of it all (laughs) i bet he is (laughs) and how how has he coped with school and things like that as he as he had to be at home quite a lot yeah he's got to spend a lot of time with his mum which he really loved and then uh yeah he's um oh do you know what kids are amazing aren't they they just get on with it yeah and this is normal so he just he occasionally he shouts about how rubbish the virus is but really he's he's enjoying spending some extra quality time with his mum and dad so it's uh he's one of the few people that really loves it yeah oh that's absolutely fantastic and the community college is still growing strong yeah, we've got a, a one tomorrow that workshop in how to do a hologram tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's been able to carry on digitally, but also some things live because obviously it's education. So yeah, it's um I'll be honest with you, Hazel, we've kept trucking here. You know, we've we've probably done as much, we've we've reached as many people as we would in a normal year, even with COVID. I mean, obviously the bar is absolutely taken a battering and has been shut for much of the year, but actually in reality, our cultural work has been as busy as it ever was, and then the food bank on top of that. And it's amazing how those two things nurture each other and um, you know, make one better than the other. We're reaching families that we never would have reached before, and that's a that's an amazing blessing in a year where lots of people feel like they haven't been able to move forward. I really feel like we've been able to move forward with lots of things. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic, and it doesn't seem like um, a lot of sort of cultural institutions are faring so well during this time, does it? No, I mean, I think I think if you're a certain type of um, if you're a certain type of cultural organisation, it's really hard. You've got to completely reimagine what you're for, and that's a really stressful thing to have to do. And some organisations have done that, and some haven't, and and that's okay. It's going to be fascinating to see what we look like when we get out of this. It really is, yeah. What, what is the new normal? Yeah, what's the new normal we go back to? What are we willing to put up with? What what are we willing to be disappointed with? And, and what do we really value? And I think. Uh, I think we're facing a very changed cultural landscape when all this is done. Yeah, definitely. And for you personally during these difficult times, have you found any sort of resources or found new skills or things to keep your mind occupied? I'll be honest with you, I spend every waking moment in the food bank. Yeah, I thought that might be the case. I spend, yeah. um, I'm I'm really lucky. We manage 16 acres of wood in West Yorkshire, in the Home Valley. I am able to get out there sort of every other weekend and, and... and chop a tree down and do whatever I've got to do. So um, that is the that is the thing that's keeping me sane at the minute. The food bank is very stressful. Lots of um, lots of stressful people. And so you know, as soon as as soon as I can, I get out there and pick up an axe and go and chop some firewood or something. I think being outdoors is uh, incredibly good for you. Full stop. But definitely during this time. 
Yeah, definitely, 100%. Just working from home from your laptop, it's really nice just to be able to go outside and just have a walk about. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming and speaking to me, Alan. Um, I wish you the best of luck with everything that you're doing and and thank you on behalf of the Hall of Leeds for everything that you're doing. Oh, it's so kind. It's so brilliant. Um, Your podcast is such an important chronicle of of the amazing cultural scene in Leeds and so it's brilliant to be on here again. Yeah, and it's just just really hopeful for, for me. I mean, I hope for other people, but for me personally, it's just really great to speak to people like yourself you know usually two people once a week who are doing fantastic great things and it just gives you that little spark of hope that that there's so many great things happening and people are getting helped and that everybody's working together to try their best to make the world a better place thank you well that's uh, listen we go again tomorrow don't we that's all we can ever do exactly well thank you so much alan and um good luck with everything and yeah i'll put notes in the podcast that people can help amazing thanks brother thank you Learn and Slung Law are doing such fabulous work. Do have a look at their website and see if there's any way that you can help. The song on the end of this podcast is Take Back the Power by the fantastic Leeds band and friends of the podcast Blue Q Bricks. Enjoy! What's your plan for tomorrow? Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our turn to take back the power. What's your plan for tomorrow? What's your plan 
for tomorrow. Are you a leader or will you follow? Are you a fighter or will you cower? It's our time to take back the power. And then your children over here. That it is niggas that you should fear. 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 That it is niggas that you should fear.